You're listening to the I Don't Know, Let's Ask My Mom podcast. I'm your coach, Karen, and this is episode 54, Victim Mode. Okay, hi guys. Welcome to I Don't Know, Let's Ask My Mom. Today is Wednesday, so you know, just a little coaching day for me and Karen, and we thought we would hop on and do a podcast too about victim mode, because it came up a little bit in our coaching today. Also, I feel like victim tendencies are the worst, and it'd be fun to talk about it. I don't think we've done an episode specifically on victim mode and what that can do to you, so I think it will be kind of fun to talk about what victim mode can look like. I think everybody experiences it a little bit where you just feel like the world's against you. You feel like everybody hates you. Everyone has it out for you. You can't trust anyone, you know? You're such a victim to people and to your circumstances in your life. So let's talk about it, Mom, and let's talk about how to get out of it. Okay, I love it. I love it. We all experience it, right? Yeah. Some of us, like, some of us go there, we visit, some of, us, some of us move in and we are full-blown victim mode and we live there. And I've lived there before. I didn't like it. So I, I definitely like moved out. But, yeah, it's not a very pretty but place But we all, live. yeah, we all visit it. We all go on vacation to victim yeah. mode. And then some of us like forget to go home, right? Totally. So like all self-sabotage, it starts with our thoughts. And just like all the ways we sabotage ourselves, victim mode starts with our thoughts. Okay? And we know that we can choose what thoughts we keep thinking. So it is possible to get out of victim mode. But sometimes it just sounds impossible because the part of your brain, your survival brain that put you there, is making all these promises to you if you stay there. But they never they never pay out. You never get there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So what do you feel like is like when you're in victim mode and you're feeling like the world's against you and you have no power here? Right? Like I think that's mm-hmm. kind of what you're saying. It's like I have no power here. Yeah. What do you it's, think? It's so what is what is the goal of your survival brain? What do you think it's promising you for you to keep thinking that? Um, I think it just promises that you're right and that you're oh, you actually are a victim and everyone's against you and it's like so sad. And you're hoping for like sympathy there, you know, mm. I think you're hoping maybe, to hear maybe some like, attention and some love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're hoping to hear that like, you're right like, and that everybody else agrees and everybody else wants to yeah. feel bad for you and love you because of that. And, you know, you can see how that could be really tempting when you don't love yourself. Totally. You can see how that could be really easy to go for that. Wow, like someone to have sympathy for me and love me and give me attention. You can see why that would be really tempting to go into victim mode when you are unable to love yourself. Wow. Yeah. Very true. 
Okay. Yeah. So what are some other like characteristics of being in victim mode? I, I, the things that come to mind for me is like victim mode is when I'm attached to my difficulties. I'm attached to my trials, right? Like I am taking on these labels, you know what I mean? Totally. Definitely kind of visited victim mode with my rheumatoid arthritis, right? Like my autoimmune disease. I'm a victim to it. There's nothing I can do. I have no power here. Totally not true. But like, sometimes it's just easier to believe that because I don't have to do any work, right? Like I'm just a victim. I don't have to try, you know? Well, yeah. Um, It's your survival brain just going straight to that. And it's like, sometimes once your survival brain just puts a thought in your head, it's so easy to just roll with it. And I feel like, especially with like a disease, like, 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 um, rheumatoid arthritis, it's like, that's probably the first thought that came to your head. And it's like, you're going to roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to get out of that. And I did. I definitely rolled with that. You said, oh yeah. You know, and then, yeah, but then, so, so victim mode is going to be like all of our saboteurs, the easy way out, but you're not going to get the life you want by going with the easy way out. So victim mode is a big example of that. Um, other characteristics to someone who might be in victim mode complains a lot, right? It just becomes a habit. I don't even like, I've been there and I don't even like when I'm doing it. It's just such a habit. Yeah. And I don't even know why, but if you really, if you really looked, there would be some thoughts and beliefs behind the complaining, right? Complaining is an action and that's coming from your thoughts. And, Mm -hmm. and sometimes we just get so used to our thoughts and so used to our beliefs that we don't even realize where our actions are coming from, right? So complaining, um, but like the biggest, the biggest like characteristic and contributor to victim mode is blame. And so I really want to touch on blame, okay? It is, blame is a defense mechanism. It's like, I can't handle like this so I've got to find it out I've got to put it on someone else because I can't hold it right like I just am not strong enough to hold this emotion I've got to put it on someone else totally normal right like we've all done it but it's just so so sabotaging to you okay I'm gonna explain why so there's this quote by Leo Tolstoy that I love. And it says, a bad mood is often the reason for blaming others, but very often blaming others causes bad feelings in us. The more we blame others, the worse we feel. So it's just so crazy to realize like I blaming because I'm trying to feel better. And so I like to think of like the blame game, right? Like when I blame someone, it feels like I just made a three point shot. (sighs) Ah, Yay, I'm not so terrible because I just scored. Yeah. But I never will win the game. It's like you feel like you just got some points, but you never win the game. Why? Because you just gave them all your power. Okay, so so again, it's it's trying to fix your emotions the easy way. Okay, so so it's avoiding your emotions. And that's one way that you did it was blaming, blaming your circumstance or blaming someone else. Right? So when we do that, 
we think we're super powerful in the moment. But what we just did, actually, is we just locked ourselves in a cage. We feel like a victim to our negative emotion, so we blame someone for it. But if they're responsible for it, then we also have to believe they have to fix it. And if they don't change, then I have to stay in this cage. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Are you sure? Totally. Because oh, I yeah. don't know if I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that makes total sense. I think it is eye-opening for me to hear that if I'm blaming somebody else, that puts all of my emotions on them. And probably, especially if you're not telling them what the problem is and you're just looking for anything to blame someone for, they're probably not going to fix it. They probably have no clue what they're doing. Right. Yeah. So you have to stay here. You have to stay here in this place until they decide to change, which is the epitome of being a victim. Right. Okay. So some of the, some of the maybe subconscious beliefs that contribute to victim mode. Okay. Things that you might be believing, but you don't even really know that you're believing it. Right. It's so, it's so normal to you. But some of the things that I think contribute are I'm weak. That's a thought that is just going to contribute, right? Because that thought is not going to lead to you finding your power. You're just accepting that you're weak. Okay. I think another thought that contributes is I can't say no. Yeah. Like people pleasing, right? If you can't say no, and anyone in the world can come along and request something of you and you can't say no, that you are a victim. Do you see how you like, I have no control in my life. I have no power in my life. Everybody gets to tell me what to do because I can't say no. I think people pleasing does play a big role in victim. Okay. And Mm -hmm. it, because a lot of times we people please expecting people to give back. And they don't. So we blame them, right? Victim and resentment. Um, Another thought is I can't handle negative emotions. If you're in victim mode, that's what you're believing. Uh, Another thought that you're believing is other people create my emotions. Totally. Uh, You're believing other people need to fix my emotions. Um, the, like, right. I mean, totally. Do you agree with that? Totally. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to admit that you're believing these things, but you are. Yeah. And just every example that you're sharing is pretty much the most powerless version of ourselves I could literally ever think of. It's like so unempowering. You, you literally, if you're in victim mode, it's like you literally don't have any power. Yeah. And, and that grows, right? You, you don't, you have a situation, you blame, you, you think these thoughts, and you don't find your power. So that makes it harder the next time to, to try, right? Because you just created a habit and a, and a pattern. And so that's why victim mode becomes a place that we end up living in, because we never find our power. Because we just keep thinking the same thoughts over and over. So again, one of the major 
actions we take when we're in survival mode. So this is just like really helpful to recognize that if you're blaming others and blaming your circumstances, then that is, that is what's going to put you in victim mode. Yeah. Right. You're, you're dependent on other people to fix your emotions. And we, we blame because we don't know how to regulate our own emotions. And that is why it's just so important. Like that's why like in coaching, like one of the first things that you want to learn is how to feel your emotions and how to take responsibility for your own emotions because they're coming from your thoughts and just really owning that and really looking at and owning what you're choosing to believe from a loving place. Then you don't need to blame. You actually like where, where like I've kind of felt like I'm starting to get is like, I actually want to know what I did wrong. I actually want this situation to be partly my fault because if, if I own it, then there's, I have power to fix that. If I give all the ownership to someone else, I have to sit here and wait and I don't get to move on. So like, please give me something to do. Oh, that's so good. And that literally reminds me of when you've said this before of like, you, you better pray you can put the blame on yourself in this situation, at least a little Somehow. bit, or else you're stuck. And I think that is so good. Like almost be in the mindset. And I think that's a great way to get out of victim mode. Maybe I'm, I'm not a coach. I don't know. But if you think, okay, Where's my power here? What did I not do right? Where where can I put the blame on or myself? What, what am I? Yeah, how am I contributing to this emotion myself? Totally. What am I thinking? Like being willing to own. Like I I just sometimes I get unhelpful thoughts. I don't make it mean anything about me. I'm just like there's my survival brain. But tr- trust me, like the most empowering thing you can do is to find your responsibility in your situation. Okay, you know what I mean. Um, my boss yelled at me, what a jerk. He's such a jerk. I hate, I'm going to quit. But the best thing to do is like, why might have he yelled at me? Yeah. What did I, oh, it's because I, I called in three days this week, right? Like what is my ownership? Where did I contribute? And like, then you got something to do about this emotion. You're powerful. There's something you can do. Totally. So there's another, there's another quote that, um, that I saw it's from Mason Cooley and it says many think that assigning blame settles matters and it doesn't, right? Like when has that ever settled anything? When you blame someone, you just keep harping on it. It's not settled because now I need you to change. (laughs) Totally. You know, like it's just such a little shortcut that doesn't work. Blame just doesn't work. It just puts you in your own cage, right? So so how do we get out of victim mode? Okay. And I the answer, there's a lot of answers. You choose to grow. You choose to have a growth mindset. That I'm not done. I'm still learning. Right? That's a growth mindset. Is I want to keep progressing. Blaming others and being a victim is I don't want to progress anymore. I don't want to see my faults. I don't want to, I don't want to have to use my brain and I don't want to have to do this work. I just give up and then, and I'll just like react to the world around me instead of owning my power, owning my mistakes and acting and taking action. 
So it's like having a growth mindset and choosing that you want to grow. That then And along with that, choosing to be uncomfortable sometimes. Choosing to feel guilt sometimes. So And correcting yourself. And, and doing it from a place of love. You know, correction actually can come from love. Yeah. I don't think we ever realized that as the kids, right? Correction always felt no. very negative. <laughs> but how you get out of victim mode is to correct yourself through a loving emotion. Yeah. Cause that's survival. Um, you don't, so, you don't want to make mistakes and you don't want to be, you don't want it to be your fault. So I can totally right. see just, right. Victim it's mode just fear, in. fear, fear. Right. I have to blame. I don't want to feel, I don't want to feel guilt. I don't want to feel ashamed of myself. I don't want to. Exactly. That's hard. But like, but like, it, again, if you, if you let yourself feel that you'll get the answers of your, of how powerful you are. You've got to feel it. Yeah. So how, how you get that growth mindset is to learn how to empathize, empathize with yourself and, and learn how to empathize with others instead of blaming, you know, step outside yourself and explore different perspectives, explore the facts, not the story. Right. Like that. Um, own, owning your own thoughts and emotions, you know, but also own them. I feel hurt. I feel scared right? I'm, I'm not like, or I feel angry. I'm not angry. I just feel angry, right? Like recognizing that we all experience all the feelings. They're not who we are. Yeah. So you don't have to judge them. You don't have to judge your emotions. They're, they're never wrong. They're just telling you what you're thinking, right? So remembering that you're not your feelings. It's okay to feel them. That doesn't mean you're going to become that. It's just information. Um, Another way to get out is to drop your manuals for other people and what they're supposed to be doing. Ooh. Yeah. Right. Drop the manuals and your expectations for other people. Yeah. Now, it's okay to have expectations, it's okay, and I think it's even better if you're able to express them. This is how I want our vacation to go. This is what I'm hoping to get out. Right? Ex- express your, your, um, your expectations for things. But, like, don't have these undisclosed rules of how people are supposed to be and what they're right. supposed to do and how they're That's supposed good. to handle things, okay? Totally. Um, practice giving yourself what you need. If you need some love and attention, give it to yourself. If you need some validation, give it to yourself. If you need some rest, give it to yourself. Don't wait for someone to come along and tell you it's okay to have some rest. Um, be honest with yourself. Take responsibility for your mistakes. You will never fall into victim mode if you're okay admitting when you mess up and correcting and know and having that growth mindset of like, yep, to make mistakes is how we grow. And now I know I don't want to do that. Right? Right. Um, so I, I, just a couple other things that like I have read recently okay. is um, just the idea that it's, you know, for, for the young adults who are listening and who are dating and who are looking for um, a girlfriend or, you know what I mean, or a boyfriend or like a yeah. a partner, there is a very attractive vibe that comes with people who are willing to grow. There's just this energy that you emit that is just very attractive. Okay, I just, I think it just goes with the law of attraction. And, and yeah. that growth mindset 
and that like knowing that you're powerful and and you're not a victim and there's always something that you can do and uh, you know to get out of victim mode right yeah like, it's just attractive and when there is someone who's comfortable like with knowing that they're not perfect and they make mistakes and and they're safe with themselves that's just attractive because that person is drawn to you because if you can give that to yourself, then you can definitely give that to other people. So people right. will be drawn to that. People are not looking for someone who doesn't make mistakes. No. Because that is so true. Right? How we connect is we both are human and we both make mistakes. Yeah. So stop trying to hide your your you know what I mean? Like hide the fact that you're a human. Yeah. And that's kind of what that growth mindset can do for you. And then, and just like another quote that I just thought of was um, one that I posted a while ago, but I feel like it goes with this. It says, your self-love journey will include taking responsibility for your mistakes. Making mistakes is how we grow. Owning them shows that you're invested in yourself. Right? So, so victim mode is easy answer. I don't want to take responsibility. To get out, you need to find your responsibility and own it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Go follow us on Instagram at IDK Let's Ask My Mom and go follow my mom's coaching Instagram, KarenEdwards.coaching. We love you guys. We hope you have a good week and we hope this episode helped you.